Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. cookbook written by the house stewards in washington dc and published in 1887 the original pudding was formed by mixing various ingredients with a grain product or other binder such as butter flour cereal eggs and or suet resulting in a solid mass These puddings are baked, steamed, or boiled. Depending on the ingredients, such a pudding may be served as a part of the main course or as dessert. Christmas pudding is a type of pudding traditionally served as part of the Christmas dinner in Britain and certain British-influenced cultures. Despite the name of plum pudding, that particular pudding contains no actual plums due to the pre-Victorian use of the word plums as a term for raisins. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed.
To make a good pudding, it depends as much upon the judgment of the cook as on the materials used. Everything should be the best in the way of materials and a proper attention to the rules with some practice will ensure success. Puddings are either boiled, baked, or steamed. If boiled, the materials should be well worked together, put in a thick cloth bag, previously dipped in hot water, wringing it slightly and dredging the inside thickly with flour. Tie it firmly, allowing room for it to swell. Drop it into a kettle of boiling water with a small plate or saucer in the bottom of it to keep it from sticking to the kettle. It should not cease boiling one moment from the time it is put in until it is taken out, and the pot must be kept tightly covered and the cover not removed except when necessary to add water from the boiling tea kettle when the water is getting low. When done, dip immediately in cold water and turn out. This should be done just before placing on the table. Or, butter a tin pudding mold or earthen bowl. Close it tight so that water cannot penetrate. Drop it into boiling water and boil steadily the required time. If a bowl is used, it should be well buttered and not quite filled with the pudding, allowing room for it to swell. Then, a cloth wet in hot water, slightly wringing it, then floured on the inner side and tied over the bowl, meeting under the bottom. To steam a pudding, put it into a tin pan or earthen dish. Tie a cloth over the top, first dredging it in flour, and set it in a steamer. Cover the steamer closely. Allow a little longer time than you do for boiling. Molds or basins for baking, steaming, or boiling should be well buttered before the mixture is put into them. Allow a little longer time for steaming than for boiling. Batter puddings should be smoothly mixed and free from lumps. To ensure this, first mix the flour with a very small portion of milk, the yolks of the eggs, and the sugar thoroughly beaten together and added to this. Then, add the remainder of the milk by degrees. Then, the seasoning. Then, the beaten whites of eggs last. Much success in making this kind of pudding depends upon a strict observance of this rule, for, although the materials may be good, If the eggs are put into the milk before they are mixed with the flour, there will be a custard at the top 
and a soft dough at the bottom of your dish. All sweet puddings require a little salt to prevent insipidity and to draw out the flavor of the several ingredients, but a grain too much will spoil any pudding. In puddings where wine, brandy, cider, lemon juice, or any acid is used, it should be stirred in last and gradually, or it is apt to curdle the milk or eggs. In making custard puddings, puddings made with eggs and milk, the yolks of the eggs and sugar should be thoroughly beaten before any of the milk or seasoning is added, and the beaten whites of eggs last. In making puddings of bread, rice, tapioca, etc., the eggs should be beaten very light and mixed with a portion of the milk before adding them to the other ingredients. If the eggs are mixed with the milk without having been thus beaten, the milk will be absorbed by the bread, rice, tapioca, etc., without rendering them light. The freshness of all pudding ingredients is of much importance, as one bad article will taint the whole mixture. When the freshness of eggs is doubtful, break each one separately in a cup before mixing them all together. Should there be a bad one amongst them, it can be thrown away, whereas, if mixed with the good ones, the entire quantity would be spoiled. The yolks and whites beaten separately make the articles they are put into much lighter. Raisins and dried fruit for puddings should be carefully picked and, in many cases, stoned. Currants should be well washed, pressed in a cloth, and placed on a dish before the fire to get thoroughly dry. They should be then picked carefully over, and every piece of grit or stone removed from amongst them. To plump them, some cooks pour boiling water over them and then dry them before the fire. Many baked pudding recipes are quite as good boiled. As a safe rule, boil the pudding twice as long as you would bake it, and remember that a boiling pudding should never be touched after it is once put on the stove. A jar of the kettle destroys the lightness of the pudding. If the water boils down and more must be added, it must be done so carefully that the mold will not hit the side of the kettle, and it must not be allowed to stop boiling for an instant. Batter should never stick to the knife when it is sent to the table. It will do this both when less than sufficient number of eggs is mixed with it and when it is not cooked enough. About four eggs to the half pound of flour will make it firm enough to cut smoothly. 
When baked or boiled puddings are sufficiently solid, turn them out of the dish they were baked in, bottom uppermost, and strew over them finely sifted sugar. When pastry or baked puddings are not done through, and yet the outside is sufficiently brown, cover them over with a piece of white paper until thoroughly cooked. This prevents them from getting burnt. Recipes English Plum Pudding, the Genuine Soak one pound of stale bread in a pint of hot milk and let it stand and cool. When cold, add to it one half pound of sugar and the yolks of eight eggs beaten to a cream, one pound of raisins, stoned and floured, one pound of currants, washed and floured, a quarter of a pound of citron cut in slips and dredged with flour, one pound of beef suet chopped fine and salted, one glass of wine, one glass of brandy, one nutmeg, and a tablespoonful of mace, cinnamon, and cloves mixed. Beat the whole well together and, as the last thing, add the whites of the eight eggs beaten to a stiff froth. Pour into a cloth previously scalded and dredged with flour. Tie it firmly, leaving room for the pudding to swell and boil six hours. Serve with wine or brandy sauce. It is best to prepare the ingredients the day before and cover closely. Christmas Plum Pudding by Measure One cupful of finely chopped beef suet, two cupfuls of fine breadcrumbs, one heaping cupful of sugar, one cupful of seeded raisins, one cupful of well-washed currants, one cupful of chopped blanched almonds, half a cupful of citron, sliced thin, a teaspoonful of salt, one of cloves, two of cinnamon, half a grated nutmeg, and four well-beaten eggs. Dissolve a level teaspoonful of soda in a tablespoonful of warm water. Flour the fruit thoroughly from a pint of flour. Then mix the remainder as follows. In a large bowl, put the well-beaten eggs, sugar, spices, and salt in one cupful of milk. 
Stir in the fruit, chopped nuts, breadcrumbs, and suet, one after the other, until all are used, putting in the dissolved soda last, and adding enough flour to make the fruit stick together, which will take all the pint. Boil or steam four hours. Serve with wine or brandy or any well-flavored sauce. Baked Plum Pudding It will be best found to prepare the ingredients the day before and cover closely. Grate a loaf of stale bread or enough for a pint of crumbs. Boil one quart of milk and turn boiling hot over the grated bread. Cover and let steep an hour. In the meantime, pick, soak, and dry half a pound of currants, half a pound of raisins, a quarter of a pound of citron cut in large slips, one nutmeg, one tablespoonful of mace and cinnamon mixed, one cupful of sugar, with half of a cupful of butter. When the bread is ready, mix with it the butter, sugar, spice, and citron, adding a glassful of white wine. Beat eight eggs very light, and when the mixture is quite cold, stir them gradually in. Then add by degrees the raisins and currants dredged with flour, Stir the whole very hard. Put it into a buttered dish. Bake two hours. Send to the table warm. Eat with wine sauce or wine and sugar. Most excellent. Plum pudding without eggs. This delicious light pudding is made by stirring thoroughly together the following ingredients. One cupful of finely chopped beef suet. Two cupfuls of fine breadcrumbs. One cupful of molasses. One of chopped raisins. One of well-washed currants. One spoonful of salt one teaspoonful each of cloves, cinnamon, allspice, and carbonate of soda, one cupful of milk, and flour enough to make a stiff batter. Put into a well-greased pudding mold or a three-quart pail and cover closely. Set this pail into a larger kettle, close-covered, and half full of boiling water, adding boiling water as it boils away. Steam not less than four hours. This pudding is sure to be a success and is quite rich for one containing neither eggs nor butter. One half of the above amount is more than eight persons would be able to eat but it is equally good some days later, steamed again for an hour, 
if kept closed, covered, meantime. Serve with wine sauce or common sweet sauce. Almond pudding. Turn boiling water on to three-fourths of a pound of sweet almonds. Let it remain until the skin comes off easily. Rub with a dry cloth. When dry, pound fine with one large spoonful of rose water. Beat six eggs to a stiff froth with three spoonfuls of fine white sugar. Mix with one quart of milk, three spoonfuls of pounded crackers, four ounces of melted butter, and the same of citron cut into bits. Add almonds, stir together, and bake in a small pudding dish with a lining and rim of pastry. This pudding is best when cold. It will bake in half an hour in a quick oven. Apple pudding baked. Stir two tablespoonfuls of butter and half a cupful of sugar to a cream. Stir into this the yolks of four eggs, well beaten, the juice and grated rind of one lemon, and half a dozen sound green tart grated. Now stir in the four beaten whites of the eggs, season with cinnamon or nutmeg, bake, to be served cold with cream. Boiled apple pudding. Take three eggs, three apples, a quarter of a pound of breadcrumbs, one lemon, three ounces of sugar, three ounces of currants, half a wine glassful of wine, nutmeg, butter, and sugar for sauce. Pare, core, and mince the apples and mix with the breadcrumbs, nutmeg, grated sugar, and currants, the juice of the lemon and half the rind grated. Beat the eggs well. Moisten the mixture with these and beat all together, adding the wine last. Put the pudding in a buttered mold. Tie it down with a cloth. Boil one hour and a half and serve with sweet sauce. Bird's Nest Pudding Core and peel eight apples. Put in a dish. Fill the places from which the cores have been taken with sugar and a little grated nutmeg. Cover and bake. Beat the yolks of four eggs light. Add two teacupfuls of flour with three even teaspoonfuls of baking powder sifted with it, one pint of milk with a teaspoonful of salt. Then add the whites of the eggs well beaten. Pour over the apples 
and bake one hour in a moderate oven. Serve with sauce. Bread and butter pudding. Butter the sides and bottom of a deep pudding dish. Then butter thin slices of bread. Sprinkle thickly with sugar, a little cinnamon, chopped apple, or any fruit you prefer between each slice until your dish is full. Beat up two eggs, add a tablespoonful of sifted flour, stir with the three cupfuls of milk and a little salt. Pour over this the bread. Let it stand one hour and then bake slowly with the cover on three quarters of an hour. Then take the cover off and brown. Serve with wine and lemon sauce. Pie plant, cut up in small pieces with plenty of sugar, is fine made in this manner. Cold Berry Pudding Take rather stale bread, baker's bread or light homemade, cut in thin slices and spread with butter. Add a very little water and a little sugar to one quart or more of huckleberries and blackberries or the former alone. Stew a few minutes until juicy. Put a layer of buttered bread in your buttered pudding dish. Then a layer of stewed berries while hot and so on until full. Lastly, a covering of stewed berries. It may be improved with a rather soft frosting over the top to be eaten cold with thick cream and sugar. Apple Tapioca Pudding Put one teacupful of tapioca and one teaspoonful of salt into one pint and a half of water and let it stand several hours where it will be quite warm, but not cook. Peel six tart apples. Take out the cores. Fill them with sugar, in which is grated a little nutmeg and lemon peel, and put them in a pudding dish. Over these, pour the tapioca, first mixing it with one teaspoonful of melted butter and a cupful of cold milk and half a cupful of sugar. Bake one hour. Eat with sauce. When fresh fruits are in season, 
This pudding is exceedingly nice with plums, red currants, gooseberries, or apples. Canned or fresh peaches may be used in place of apples in the same manner. Moistening the tapioca with the juice of the canned peaches in place of the cold milk. Very nice when quite cool to serve with sugar and cream. Apple and brown bread pudding. Take a pint of brown breadcrumbs, a pint bowl of chopped apples, mix, add two-thirds of a cupful of finely chopped suet, a cupful of raisins, one egg, a tablespoonful of flour, half a teaspoonful of salt. Mix with half a pint of milk, boil, in buttered molds about two hours. Serve with sauce, flavored with lemon. Superior Bread Puddings One and one-half cupfuls of white sugar, two cupfuls of fine, dry breadcrumbs, five eggs, one tablespoon of butter, vanilla, rose water, or lemon flavoring, one quart of fresh, rich milk, and half a cupful of jelly or jam. Rub the butter into a cupful of sugar, beat the yolks very light, and stir these together to a cream. The breadcrumbs soaked in milk come next, then the flavoring. Bake in a buttered pudding dish, a large one and but two-thirds full, until the custard is set. Draw to the mouth of the oven. Spread over with jam or other nice fruit conserve. Cover this with a meringue made of the whipped whites and half a cupful of sugar. Shut the oven and bake until the meringue begins to color. Eat cold with cream. In strawberry season, substitute a pint of fresh fruit for preserves. It is then delicious. Serve with any warm sauce. Custard pudding. Take five tablespoonfuls out of a quart of cream or rich milk and mix them with two large spoonfuls of fine flour. Set the rest of the milk to boil, flavoring it with bitter almonds 
broken up. When it has boiled hard, take it off, strain it, and stir it in the cold milk and flour. Set it away to cool and beat well eight egg yolks and four whites of eggs. Add them to the milk and stir in, at the last, a glass of brandy or white wine a teaspoonful of powdered nutmeg, and a half a cupful of sugar. Butter a large bowl, pour in the mixture, tie a cloth tightly over it, put it into a pot of boiling water, and boil it two hours, replenishing the pot with hot water from a tea kettle. When the pudding is done, let it get cool before you turn it out. Heat it with butter and sugar stirred together to a cream and flavored with lemon juice or orange.